0: A happy Sabbath day to everyone, thank you so much for attending our worship service today, it's always a pleasure to be able to spend time with those who truly believe and follow our King Yahusha in worship such as this. We are truly thankful, we are truly, truly grateful because of what Yahuwah has done, how he has blessed the works of the assembly of Yahusha, and how he continues to work in our life at an individual level. It is what we need, especially now, because we know nowadays there's so many things happening in our life that brings a lot of stress, a lot of suffering, a lot of pressure, and if we are unable to cope with the pressure that we face, perhaps we might stumble and fall and feel overwhelmed at times. And so we need to know what Jehovah wants us to do so that we can overcome the stress, the anxieties, and the worries of this life and this was addressed as a matter of fact by the apostle Paul in the book of Philippians chapter 4 and the verses 8 you see there's something he wants us to learn to practice so that by doing so it equips us it strengthens us so that we can overcome all things what is that let's read that passage that we just mentioned Philippians chapter 4 and the verses 8 finally brethren whatever things are true whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And so what must we learn to practice so that we can overcome stress, the anxiety, the worries that we are exposed to in this life? Apostle Paul tells us we must meditate on these things you see we need to learn how to practice biblical meditation now what is meditation all about it's about focusing on our mind you see the mind has a tendency to drift especially when it's exposed to a lot of distractions we have automatic thoughts we need to control our thoughts because oftentimes the automatic thoughts that come into our minds well it brings stress and anxiety and if it's not properly addressed it can lead to psychological problems and so we need to learn to practice biblical meditation why must we be able to learn to control the content of our thoughts because our thinking to a great degree determines the quality of our life isn't that true? Because if we keep thinking about negative things, what's going to happen to our life? We're going to feel overwhelmed. This is why Apostle Paul specifically said, meditate on these things. What are the things that we need to meditate upon? Bible says, the things which are true, the things which are noble, the things which are pure, lovely, of good report, anything that's praiseworthy. In other words, we need to learn to think about to meditate upon the blessings the positive things that come from yahuwah abba the more we meditate upon the blessings that yahuwah gives us every day in our life the better off we are why is that and why is this especially applicable today because nowadays we live in a world that is unstable so much stress persecution so much worry in life And so when we experience those things, we need to learn to refocus our thoughts on the blessing instead of lingering in the negative thoughts that sometimes bothers us. Why must we learn and train ourselves to practice this way of thinking? Because unfortunately, our human minds, for some reason, is more sensitive to negative thoughts, to negative things. And we tend to forget the positive things in our life. Isn't this true? For example, we're gonna show you on the screen. When I ask a question, what do you see on the screen, brothers and sisters? Maybe I can ask my daughter, Jen. What do you see on the screen? She says, nothing. And I think many of us, we're gonna be honest with ourselves. When I presented this slide to you, uh, you probably said nothing. I don't see anything brother it is an automatic response but when you think about it you see a lot of white right what do you see a lot of white brother what does that mean what does this reveal to us the tendency of the human mind to forget the good things happening in our life the tendency of the human mind to forget the blessings that Jehovah God has given us you see the human mind is more sensitive to negative things, and they tend to forget the positive things. This is why when we show you this picture of all white, and then all of a sudden introduce a red dot, what happens to your mind? It becomes a fix upon the red dot. It lingers on the red dot. If you ask someone, what do you see on the screen? They will say, I see a red dot, but they miss all the white space that is in the background. This is the human mind. When bad things happen, when negative news hits us, when somebody says something mean to us, when someone persecutes us, we linger in those negative thoughts. This is why we need on purpose to refocus our thoughts and think back at all that white space, especially when these red dots appear one after the other. You lose your job, you become sick, you have problems in the home. And maybe the stresses of life, the news that you hear about when you watch television, it all adds up. We become, we linger in these negative thoughts, and pretty soon we feel overwhelmed. And so, what do we need to do? We need to practice biblical meditation. Instead of focusing on the red dots, what should we focus on? All that white. All that white that's there. What does this mean? Instead of lingering in our negative thoughts, Let us go back and count the blessings that Yahuwah has given to us. Let us go back and look at the positive things that Yahuwah has blessed us with. Does it mean we ignore the bad things that happen in our life? No, that's not what we're saying. When things happen to us that challenge us, when we are persecuted, when we lose our jobs, we need to take action. We need to address these thoughts, but do not linger on these thoughts. Instead, refocus again and find Yahuwah's blessing and fix our minds on the things which are true, which are lovely, which are praiseworthy, the blessings of Yahuwah Abba in our life. Do you know what we should always be thankful for? The greatest blessing that Yahuwah has given to us, which should be the center of our thoughts, the center of our biblical meditation. Let's read the book of Thessalonians, chapter 5, 16 down to 18. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Yahushua. Do you know who the one speaking here is? Who is the one speaking here? Apostle Paul. You notice what he said in his letter to the Thessalonians? He says, always be joyful. He didn't say be joyful sometimes. He said, always be joyful in all circumstances. Perhaps at this point, Apostle Paul was living in some kind of paradise. And so he was living the life, living the dream. And he writes to the brethren in Thessalonica, you know, I'm having such a good time. I want you to also experience the same thing. Always be joyful because I'm enjoying life right now. Is that what Apostle Paul's circumstances were? I mean, when he wrote this letter, do you know where he was? He was in a dungeon. He was imprisoned. He was persecuted. He was beaten and whipped because he was preaching the gospel of Yahushua. And so when he was in prison, sentenced to die, he wrote to the Thessalonians and he said, always be Joyful. Do you know why he was able to do that? Because of the focus of his thoughts. Because he meditated not on his chains. He looked at and meditated not upon the persecution or his dungeon. What did he meditate upon? Yahushua, HaMashiach. You see, when we are able to fix our thoughts upon our king Yahushua, and to remember what he has done for us and what he continues to do no matter what we face in our life no matter what the circumstances may be we can do the same thing we can always be joyful you see that's the fruit of meditating upon the greatness of our king yahushua when we meditate also upon yahuwah and his great love when he sent yahushua so that we can belong to him our calling and election in yahushua that blessing is so great it doesn't matter how many red dots you have. With Yahushua we can always be joyful. And so meditate upon the blessings that we receive daily from Yahuwah. Meditate upon Yahushua, the greatest blessing of Yahuwah. What also must we learn to practice, to meditate upon? Let's read the book of Hebrews now, chapter four and the verses 12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. But also must we meditate upon. We need to also meditate upon the words of Yahuwah Abba. This is why we have been given the blessing of the Bible. Do not believe those who say the Bible was put to death. It's not. You cannot put to death the Word of God. The Word of God is alive and active. We need to meditate upon the teachings of Yahuwah that we can read in the Holy Scriptures. What is the quality of the Word of Yahuwah? The Bible says it is alive. It is active. In other, in other translations, it is powerful. This is why the words of the Holy Scriptures, they're different from the words of man. You know, we have some inspiring books written by the hand and pen of men. But when you read it, you're informed and you gain wisdom. However, that's nothing in comparison with the Holy Scriptures. Why? Because the words in the Holy Scriptures are different categorically. The Bible says it's alive. If it's alive, it's doing something in your psyche. It's doing something in your heart. Do you know why the Bible says the Word of God is living alive and powerful? Because the Bible says the Word of God, it actually is able to penetrate, not just the mind, not just the heart. It is able to penetrate so deep, it reaches that area in our life where there's a a dividing between the soul and the spirit no word of man can do that only the word of yahuwah can do that this is why only the word of yahuwah can change a person in his or her core because it reaches the soul and the spirit this is why we need to practice biblical meditation we need to learn how to meditate on the word of god well how do we do that well i think one of the things we need to develop is kind of develop or create a list of our favorite and inspiring biblical passages one that we can relate to have a collection of these words and let the words change our soul our heart our spirit and our mind how do we do that well when we have these favorite passages or when we read the holy scriptures don't just read it when we read it take some time for reflection take some time to meditate Let the words of Yahuwah be released in our heart and mind to change us from the inside out. How do we do this? Well, let us learn to engage our mind. And so when we read a passage of scripture, take some time and ask yourself, well, what does Yahuwah want me to understand here? What does Yahuwah want me to learn so I can apply it in my life? Engage our mind. Think about the passage. What else? Engage our mind our heart you know it is in the heart that we are able to express and feel and receive love right and so when we read the scriptures and we engage our heart we ask ourselves this passage what does this reveal about Yahuwah's love for me what does this reveal about yahusha's love for me always ask yourself that question and you will be pleasantly surprised you're going to feel that spirit of Yahuwah, and you will feel the love of Yahuwah Abba because the Word of God is alive and powerful. What else? We need to also engage our memory. Maybe we can go back past day, the past week, the past month in our life. When could I, could I have used this scripture in my life? Perhaps I missed out on an opportunity to really benefit from this scripture yesterday. Maybe I would have needed this to comfort me two weeks ago. And so let us engage our memory and let us also engage our imagination. We can have a rehearsal, a visual rehearsal in our mind, looking into possibilities. When can I possibly apply the scripture? For example, when can I apply kindness? Maybe you can envision yourself at work, somebody you don't particularly like you are rehearsing in your mind what you're going to do in advance. And so when something happens, you're well prepared to deal with it because you've engaged your imagination. And so when we meditate upon the Word of God, we engage our mind, our heart, our memory, and our imagination. However, the most important component, the most important part of biblical meditation is not found in any of these four items. You know what the most important part? Of biblical meditation is. Let's read the book of 2nd Corinthians three fourteen 14 out of 15. But the people's minds were hardened. And to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their mind so they cannot, they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Yahusha the Christ. Yes, even today when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil that they do not understand. No matter how smart you are, if you're a scholar of Hebrew, scholar of Greek, you have an IQ of 180. doesn't matter. If we will not believe in Yahusha the Christ, all of our learning, all of our study, will not be fruitful. Why? Because there's going to be that veil. That veil is a covering. It covers our mind, covers our heart. And so even if we learn much, we will not fully benefit from the transformative power of the Word of God. Why? Because the transformative power of the Word of God is actually a person. What's his name? Yahusha. You see, when we study the Word of God, it's actually a doorway An opportunity to open our hearts to receive our king yahusha that's why what do we call yahusha is called the living word in john 1 1 he's called the logos yahusha is the living word he is the bread of life when we study scripture when we meditate upon scripture we need at the same time to believe in yahusha he's the key he is the key to understanding and fully being transformed by the Holy Scripture. So how do we believe? What does that mean? To believe in our King Yahusha. Let's read the book of Second Corinthians again. We read 14 to 15. Let's read now 16 down to 18. But whenever someone turns to Yahusha, the Lord, the veil is taken away for the Lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So all of us have have had that veil removed, can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. And So what does it mean to believe in our King Yahushua? So that we can fully benefit from the meditation of the words of Yahuwah Allah. The Bible says we need to turn to Yahushua and make him Lord of our life. You see, there are people today who profess belief in Yahusha, but it's only from their speech. It's only done verbally, but they don't really really believe. What does it mean to turn to Yahusha? It means to place our trust in him. It means to make him the master of our life. It means to go to Yahusha and say, I deny myself master. I want you to be the one to lead my life. When we make Yahusha the Lord and King of our life, the words of God, when we meditate upon them, it becomes alive because Yahushua now enters in us and we become more and more like Him. And so when we trust in our King Yahusha, as we study the book of God, As we become more and more like our King Yahushua, what will eventually happen to our mind and our thinking? Let's read Corinthians 2, 14 and 16. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things. But they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. For who can know Yahuwah's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these things for we have the mind of Christ. When we regularly meditate upon our King Yahushua and upon the words of Abba and Yahusha enters in us, the more we learn to think like him because we will now have the mind of christ and ultimately that's really the main objective of biblical meditation we meditate upon scripture so that we can possess the mind of christ and when we possess the mind of christ it opens up so many things you will feel the love of yahuwah the love of yahusha you will feel freedom to enjoy the blessings of Yahuwah. freedom to obey the Ten Commandments of Yahuwah, you will find joy that was not there before. This is why, brethren, when we meditate upon the Word of God, let us seek the presence of our King Yahusha. because the more we are in fellowship with Him, the more we think like Him. We possess the mind of Yahushua. And what's the added benefit of having the mind of our King Yahushua? The Bible says, we will also know the thoughts of our Father, Yahuwah. Can you imagine the great blessing that we will have if we know the thoughts of Yahuwah Abba because we have the mind of our King Yahushua. If we have that, the Bible says, we can evaluate all things. And this is really very, very important, especially now when we are bombarded with so many choices in life, right? You have to make choices every day. We make decisions almost every day. And so if we're not spiritually discerned, we end up making a bad choice. If we don't have the mind of Yahusha, we don't have the mind of Yahuwah, we will end up making the wrong choice that will take us away from Yahuwah. This is why the more we meditate upon scripture, the more we learn from scripture, the more we're, we're able to discern the difference between what is good and what is not good or what is evil. And so brothers and sisters, in as much as we are doing our best, and as much as we were called into the assembly of our King Yahusha, let us protect our mind and our heart. We have received the words of Yahuwah, let us not protect. Let us protect our mind and our heart. You know why? Because that's the number one target of our enemy, the devil. He seeks to destroy our mind and our heart because he knows to destroy us, it's enough to destroy our minds and our heart. And so he begins there. He will try and cause us to doubt the love of Yahuwah. He will try and cause us to love, to, to, to cause us to, to hate even Yahusha by persecution, by sadness. And so what must we do so that we can protect, we can preserve our mind and our hearts? Let's read what it says in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, 6 to 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ. Yahushua, brothers and sisters, how can we protect our minds and our hearts so that we don't end up stumbling and falling and being overwhelmed by the devil? Bible says in times of worry, times of anxiety, and with everything happening in the world today, it's like every day we're exposed to some kind of danger. Every day probably we get some kind of bad news. And so we end up worried, anxious. And when a person's anxious and worried and they're not able to refocus, they can be defeated by the enemy. And so what does Apostle Paul tell us when we go through worries and anxieties in our life? Let us pray to our loving Father through his son, Yahushua. Because Yahuwah, more than anyone, he cares for each one of us. Even Apostle Peter confirmed this. Give all your burdens to Yahuwah. Because Yahuwah, he cares for you. He cares for each one of us. This is why he says to us now, please, brethren, listen to what he says. He says, whatever is in your mind, whatever is in your heart that's bothering you, pray about it. Pray about it to Yahuwah. Let your prayer be detailed. A prayer between you and Yahuwah. And all the specifics of everything that's bothering you. Tell him. Pour out your spirit to him. Let him know everything that you're thinking. Maybe you can say to Yahuwah, Father, I feel like giving up. I don't know what else to do. There's so much pain in the world. I want to give up. You can mention that to Yahuwah. And once we mention everything to Yahuwah, Abba, what shall we feel? The Bible says we will have that peace which exceeds anything that we can ever comprehend and understand. And that peace that comes from Yahuwah, that is what will protect our mind and our heart. And it's that same peace. But enabled the apostle Paul, despite what he went through, to be able to say, rejoice, rejoice always in the Lord. You see, brothers and sisters, when we look at the apostles, when we look at the prophets, every single one of them, they went through difficult times. There were times when even the prophets of Yahuwah, they wanted to quit. They wanted to give up because of the pain. But Yahuwah, he never gave up on them. He always, found, he always found a way to give us that peace. And so we too should not be surprised that we go through difficult times. Our faith will be tested. We're going to go through the fire. Yes, it will happen whether we like it or not. But you know what? Yahu was always there. Maybe we do not see him, but we will feel his peace. We will feel that he is there. So don't be surprised when we go through difficult times. Because after all, Yahuwah's preparing us. Do you know what Yahuwah is preparing us for? Which is why we should not be surprised that in this life right now, we go through many difficulties. Let's read the book of Colossians chapter three, one down to four. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. For Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died. You died. And your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Brothers and sisters, why should we not be surprised that life here on earth is difficult Why life here on earth is full of sorrows? Why this should this not surprise us? Apostle Paul reminds us we don't belong here. The Bible says we are pilgrims on this earth. We are but passing through. We're sojourning this earth. This is not our true home where is our true home it is in heaven where yahuwah sits at the right hand of abba you know yahushua from heaven right now do you know what he's doing you think he sits at the right hand of yahuwah doing nothing oh no yahushua works 24 7 sitting at the right hand of Allah. Do you know what our King Yahushua is doing now? He is looking at our life. He is looking at us and he's looking for opportunities to enter into our life so that we can cultivate that, that desire for him. And so what must be our attitude? We must always set our hearts on things above not the things on earth set our minds on the things of heaven not earthly things let us focus always upon heaven brethren when was the last time we thought about heaven when was the last time we thought about spending our eternity with our king yahushua sometimes we tend to forget and sometimes we think that our life here on earth is all that there is And so when bad things happen, they say to themselves, this is the end of the world for me. I have no hope, brethren. Our hope is not here on earth, Apostle Paul says. If our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are to be most pitied. Brethren, our hope is not here. Our hope is up there to be with our King Yahusha. Let us meditate then upon our hope, upon our Christ, who loves each and every one of us. But you know, our king Yahushua, he knows that there was a real struggle in this life because after all, he's a human being like you and I. He was tested. He went through suffering. He knows what it's like to be persecuted. He knows what it's like when people hate you and say all kinds of lies against you. He knows that. He knows it's difficult to live life here on earth. And so before he appears in the sky, to take us to where he is now. Brothers and sisters in the faith, what does Yahushua invite us to do? Let's read the final passage of our studies. Revelation 320 to 22. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and die with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne. As I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the assemblies. Brothers and sisters in the faith. This is the invitation of our King Yahushua. In heaven, he comes down to us. And he says, I stand at the door and knock. You know, we always have this deep desire to ascend to the air and be with our King Yahushua. We want so much for him to come now to take us. But you know, brethren, even now, Yahushua can be in us and every day our king yahushua is looking for opportunities to enter into our life that's why he says look i stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door i will come in to him brethren yahushua can be in us how can this be where does it begin it begins by meditating upon the word of god the word of god is alive and active. Yahushua is the living word. When we meditate upon scripture, we're saying to Yahushua, my door is open. Please enter in me. Dine with me. Yahushua says, I will come into him and dine with him. Do you know what that means? What does it mean? When our king Yahushua says, he will come into us and he will dine with us. know the Greek word use? dine or to sup is the Greek word depeno the Greek word 1172 what does it mean metaphorically or allegorically according to Strong's definition it means I will make to share in my most intimate and blissful intercourse Revelation 3 verse 20 in other words according to the Greek definition to sup to dine with him it means not eating food it means having deep fellowship that bring a lot of joy and happiness. Yahusha wants to be intimately close with us in the sense that he wants to comfort us. He wants us to talk to him and mentioning to him all of the things that are bothering us. He wants us to go to him and say to him, Yahusha, I wanna spend time with you because he wants to spend time with us. As a matter of fact, that Greek word deitnon translated to sup or to dine with us. When we understand Hebrew idiom, when we understand the custom of the Hebrew people, there's something deep that we can understand here. What is that? The word supper, the word dine, date non, that was referring to the main meal of the day. This was the meal in which a person sat and talked for long hours because of the affection for the person in the meal you shared with. In other words, Harkim Yahusha, when he says to us, I want to dine with you, if you will let me, what Yahusha is saying is, I want to spend time with you because you are the object of my affection. Just like we, when we have dear friends and loved ones, we want to spend time with them. We share a meal with them. And in the course of that meal, we exchange information. We have a conversation, conversation that strengthens. This is what Yahusha wants. He wants us to talk to him, that he in turn can talk to us. You know, that last supper of the day, this was an occasion for enjoyment because work was finished and it's not a mere courtesy visit made in haste. No, that's not what our King is offering us. He's offering us his desire to be with us and to stay there as long as we need him to because he knows. We need Him. We cannot live apart from Him. We need Him. And so, brethren, the purpose of practicing biblical meditation is to have Elisha be in fellowship with us. Especially now, when we go through so much pain. When you feel the presence of Yahushua dining with you, you will have that peace. You will have that joy, brethren. This is what we need. And this is what Yahushua offers, to dine with Him. So that he can strengthen us why does he want to strengthen us because he wants us to overcome all things but one day he will say to us go sit with me sit with me on my front Brethren, yes there's a lot of pain a lot of suffering a lot of persecution the devil is out to destroy us yes we're gonna go through difficult times but every step in the way our master our king yahushua he walks with us he never abandons us he is with us now and he will take us to be with him forevermore there in the kingdom of heaven don't give up go to working every day spend time with the king every day and let him comfort and strengthen each and every one of us let us stand brethren and we shall pray together everlasting abba most holy And gracious Allahim in heaven. Here are your people. Thank you so much for your message. You have given us blessing upon blessing. At times we do forget them. At times we do not always show gratitude. At times we take them for granted. Loving Abba, teach us to meditate upon your good works. Teach us to meditate upon your words and teach us to meditate upon yourself. You gave us scriptures so that we can have him in us, that we can possess his mind, that we may understand your thoughts. How precious are your thoughts about us. Thank you for loving us. Even when sometimes we are unable to love ourselves and others, because of our shortcomings and our human frailties. You never ever give up on us. Yes, there were times perhaps in the past we expressed doubt, sorrow to the point that we wanted to give up, but you never ever let us go. You are always there. You are the invisible God, but you are ever-present. You know everything we go through. You know everything we endure. Father, Yahuwah! Father, please! Have mercy upon your people now, wherever we may be, across this globe. At this point, we beg you, reach out to us. Embrace us now, please. Strengthen our hearts. Strengthen our veins. And if there be any of us who may be afflicted with sickness, even those who are in the hospitals, Father, You can reach all places. Your spirit knows no boundaries. Please loving Abba, heal your people, strengthen us once again, our King Yahusha. We assemble in your name. We believe you are with us now. We want to have fellowship with you. We want to deepen our relationship with you. When you see us taking the time to meditate upon scripture, and we open our hearts to you. Please come to us, dine with us, and strengthen our faith. We need you to direct our steps. We need you every day in our life. Loving King, please continue to bless all of us wherever we may be. Father, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our prayers and supplications. We ask and beg everything. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The memory and peace of Yahusha strengthen us in the constant companionship of the Ruach kadash Be with all of us now and forever. Amen.